0: This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. I was truly glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. There is a message. There is a message that God wanted me to deliver unto you. I don't know exactly how God is going to do it, but it's a word of encouragement, not only for you, but it's a word of encouragement as well to me. And let us go before the throne of God, most heavenly and gracious God. I come before you in prayer. Father, asking ask you, God, to decrease me, increase you. Speak, Lord, speak for your servant is listening. Father God, I won't say anything that does not come from your mouth. Father God, I just ask you to have thy way because we are all in need of a right now rainbow word from you, Heavenly Father. And Lord, I pray this prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So, I am coming today out of the book of Jeremiah, the first chapter. Jeremiah, the first chapter, and I will start reading at verse 4. Jeremiah, the fourth chapter. The book of Jeremiah is right after the book of Isaiah. The book of Jeremiah, the first chapter, starting with the fourth verse. The word of the Lord came to me saying, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Amen. Thank you, God. Our sovereign Lord, I said, I do not know how to speak. I am only a child. Come on, God. Continue to, to, to reiterate this to me, God. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am only a child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Do not be afraid of them. For I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Then the Lord reached out his hand And touched my mouth and said to me, now I have put my words in your mouth, Kishanda. See today, I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. The word of the Lord came to me. What do you see, Jeremiah? What do you see, Kishanda? I see the branch of an almond tree, I replied. The Lord said to me, You have seen correctly, for I am watching to see that my word is fulfilled. God's word for God's people. Now, this blessed my heart because there was only one verse that I wanted to. Really read, but then I noticed after, before I can get to the one verse, there was everything that I needed. And then after I read that one verse, there was more that I needed. I wanted to focus on verse 8. Do not be afraid of them. In other words, don't be afraid of many of their faces. I wanted to focus on that. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. I wanted to focus on that. But I noticed that verse 4 it says the word of the Lord came to me saying before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born Keshonda I already set you apart. Which means this didn't just happen. This was planned. You know what? I'm about, y'all, I'm about to bless myself this morning. This afternoon. Then uh, the other verse that really stood out to me was that First verse, excuse me, which was verse four uh, that I read. The first one verse that I read. And then the next verse that I wanted to focus on was also verse nine. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appointed you over nations and kingdoms to uproot, tear down and to destroy, overthrow and to build and to plant. So I want to minister to you today from this subject. Lord, touch me again. I, I y'all, <laughs> I want to minister from this subject. Lord, touch me again. Yeah, I, I don't know if I'm the only one right now, but I need a new touch from God. I need God today to touch me as if He didn't. Never, He never touched me from the beginning. I need a new touch. Look at your neighbor and look at yourself in the mirror, wherever you are. Say, Lord, touch me again. Right now, y'all, I don't think you. Understand right now the significance of that, because what you're saying is God. I understand. I'm not praying like I used to. I'm not fasting like I used to. I'm not believing like I used to. I'm not studying like I'm like I used to. I don't have faith like I used to. Lord, touch me again. Remind me of when I first believed. I I, I gotta. I gotta just walk these this thing out. see the first time God touched me was on june third twenty uh uh June third two thousand the second time God touched me he touched me on September third two thousand and ten so here it is now and I'm saying, God, I need you to touch me again. see we as Men and women in the kingdom, we think that all it takes is one touch. Sometimes it does only take one touch. Cause the woman who had the issue of blood, she touched his hand one time. Sometimes all it takes is one touch. Sometimes all it takes is one touch to get out of to get out of that situation. All it takes is one touch to come out of that addiction. All it takes is one touch to come out from among them and be separated. But y'all, sometimes we need to understand that sometimes we can become a little too comfortable and content. So today I'm saying to God, touch me again. So this right here is a word from the Lord. Do you mind if I minister to myself today, but at the same time help set you free too? Glory be to God. It says, the word... Of the Lord came to me saying, which mean, I don't need word of mouth. I need to hear from you myself, God. I don't need word of mouth, God. I need to hear from you myself. I don't need nobody to tell me what they think or what they believe. You're saying, God, I need to hear it for myself from your mouth. God, have you ever been in a place in your life where no one can speak into your spirit and no one can encourage you and no one can pray for you? Have you ever been to that place in your life? When you get to a place where no one can no longer pour into you, you need to go before God and say, touch me again. Glory be to God. Before I formed you in the womb, meaning your mama and your daddy had nothing to do with you being formed. Glory be to God. Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Which means your mama and your daddy had nothing to do with you existing. Glory be to God. Because if your mama and your daddy didn't know each other, I could have still allowed you to be burned. Which means I knew you had to get here. I knew you had to get here. So I knew you before your mother knew your father. I knew you before your mama even found out that you were growing in her womb. I knew you before your mother even knew that you was a girl. I knew you before your mother even knew that you was a boy. I knew you and this is what I want those that are struggling with with their gender. God knew you before you were formed. I don't care if you identified as a girl or a boy. God knew you. And if you were born as Tommy, God knows you as Tommy. God don't know you as Tanya. God knows you as Tommy. I knew thee before you were formed in your womb, in your mother's womb. Meaning, I wasn't, I wasn't no accident. Even though my father was married to somebody else and slept with my mother and committed adultery, I was not an accident because God said He should have had to come here, and I would allow. I would see. That's why I tell you, I, 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 nobody's exempt. We were all born into sin, even if your mom and your daddy was married, you were still born into sin because this is a sinful world. So even. Though I was conceived through sin, God said you still had to get here. You still had to get here. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. It says before you were born, I set you apart. I set thee apart. I set thee apart. Meaning, Kishanda. you didn't start being awkward when you were little. (laughs) You didn't start being a misfit when you were little. You didn't start being a misfit as you got older. You didn't start being an introvert as you got older. You didn't start being that way until you got, oh, no, no, no. See, I set thee apart. (laughs) When you was in the womb, I set you apart before you got in the world. huh? Oh, Kishonda, I, I knew that you had to be born. And I know that your mother had an egg in her uterus. I huh? I understand that. But understand, your father had millions of soldiers marching around, huh? And I knew that I needed to pick this one in particular one. So I knew thee. you y- did you get that? Yo, I, see, when... <laughs> you know about... The birds and the bees, and God saying, "Your father had millions of soldiers marching at one time, but I handpicked you. I handpicked you. I wanted you." Oh, come on, Holy Spirit. Sometimes we struggle with whether or not God loves us and whether or not God wants us. And I want you to understand and let this message bless you today. That God is saying, "I knew thee." Meaning I handpicked you, I handpicked you, I set you apart, which means instead of me, it's me allowing the other ones to come forth, I allowed you to come forth, which means I handpicked thee. Glory be to God, I handpicked thee. So for those who think that their babies came out of mistakes and their babies are mistakes being here. God said, I handpicked that baby. Come on, Holy Spirit. I, I handpicked that baby. I handpicked thee. Glory be to God. It says, before you were born, I set you apart. I appointed you as a prophet to the nation. Watch me, and Keyshawn, the eye, I understand that. Being awkward was not cool. And I understand that you most of the time felt like you had to spend your life alone. And most of the time you felt that, you know, what was the purpose of you being here? But God said, I had to set thee apart. Because if I did not set thee apart, you would have conformed to everything else. If I did not set thee apart, I wouldn't have never got thee. Come on, y'all. Glory be to God. You may feel like you're alone right now and you may feel unlovable and you may feel like you're never going to get that happiness, but God is saying to you that today, "Today, I set thee apart on purpose. I set thee apart. And if you go through this season of loneliness just for a season, God said, I will overwhelm you with joy. I will overwhelm you with love. I will overwhelm you with support. I would overwhelm you with it, but you just got to go through this moment of separation. You got, oh, come on, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. You got to go through a wound moment. Come on, Holy Spirit. You got to go through a womb moment where you don't have a womb mate. You got to go through a womb moment where you're in there by yourself. You got to go through a womb moment. You got to be like Job. He was born by himself. Naked I came into the world. Naked I shall return. He came into the world by himself and he understood that I might have to die by myself. But... Ha <laughs> ha! Glory, be the God. God has said, "I need to have you in a womb moment right now." Can you do me one favor, Keyshonda? Come on, Holy Spirit. Uh oh, hold up. Wait a minute. Mm-mm-mm. Come on, God. Come on, God. Come on, speak. Lord, speak. Can you do me one favor? Uh, you gotta stay in the womb for nine months, right? Can Can you do me a favor right now? Can uh Can you Can you be in a womb for a moment? In other words, can the next Can I, for the next nine months? Can I have it to myself? I uh-uh, for the next nine months. <laughs> Can I have you for myself now? To me, I might be like, well, God, you know, that's a long time. But it comes quicker than we think. We, in another week, in another week, we will be in August. So God is saying, can, can, can I be your womb mate right now. Can I <laughs> can I put you back in a wound? And see, that's what a lot of people don't know. Is I've been put back in a wound, and that's what God is doing. God is remaking me, reshaking me, and remaking me, and God is remolding me, and that's why God is saying, I gotta turn you back into a little girl. How can I become that little girl? I gotta put you back in a womb. Come on, God. Come on, God, come on, God, come on, God is saying, I, I I need to. I, I need to put you back in the womb for a second. In other words, I, I need to uh, I, 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 Oh, come on, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. Come on. Uh, you were born into sin. But if you let me put you in, the, in, in my womb, if you let me put you in the womb again, you won't be birthed out of sin no more. You let me put you in the womb, you will be a new creature. You let me put you back in the womb. God said, when you come out of the womb, oh, glory be to God. God said, you'll be prettier than a butterfly. You let me put you back in the womb. I'll get everything out of you. Oh, God, I'll get everything out of you that life put in you. God said, and wow, 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 wow. While I'm getting it out, I'll be putting it. And God is saying, when you come out of the womb, God is saying, You're coming out stronger, you're coming out more powerful, you're coming out mightier. God is saying, Can I put you back in the womb? Mm, come on, God. Come on, God. Come on. Come on, God. Come on, God. I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Who oh, glory be to God. God is saying, uh, how can you go to the nations? How can you go to the nations as you are? How can come on, Holy Spirit? How can you go to the nations as a sinful man? How can you go to the nation and talk to them about their sins when you full of sin? Come on. Come on, God. Come on, Holy Spirit, come on, holy God of Zion, come on. How can you go to the nation when you're full of sin? How can you go talk to them about their sin when you got sin in you? And if you let me put you back in the womb, when I birth you out, you will be he who is without sin. When I birth you out, you will be he who is without sin. So you are able to cast a stone. But see, this is the problem. We don't want to go through the womb no more because we think we know everything. We don't want to go through the womb no more because... We 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 feel like uh, we feel like the wound is a place of death. We don't want to go through the womb no more. Come on, Holy Spirit, because you're afraid of being aborted in the womb. Uh, We don't want to go through the womb no more because we're afraid that we're going to be aborted uh, in 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 the womb. We don't want to go through the womb no more because we feel like we're going to be a miscarriage in the womb, and we don't want to go through the womb no more because we're afraid of being aborted in the womb. In other words, you're afraid that God is going to decide I no longer want you and I no longer need you, but I knew thee before thee. Formed in thy mother's womb Meaning I can't abort What I birth If I abort What I birth That makes me a liar And I am God I can't lie Some people are afraid of Going through the womb Because they're afraid of Being a miscarriage They're afraid of But see there's no safer place Than in the womb See a baby is safer in the mother's womb Than in the world A baby is safer Hmm. In the water You are safer In the water Hmm. You You are safer In the water Because connected To the water It's blood. Connected to the water. It's blood. When a baby is in the mother's womb, it's in the amniotic sac. And there's the the, the placenta in there, which is sending blood. So, you being in the womb, it's where you're going to get washed at. You being in the womb, it's where you get connected at. So, there's some people that's afraid of miscarriage. And God is saying... You're afraid that you're going to fall. God has said, but because you're attached to the placenta, meaning me, the lifeline, you can't fall. Because I knew thee before you were formed in your mother's womb. So right now, you need to look up to us, heaven, and say, Lord, touch me again. Because I need to be reminded that you knew me. You still know me. You want me. You always want me. I I need to sometimes know that. So, Lord, touch me again. Lord, touch me again. And then it says, Ah, sovereign Lord, I said I do not know how to speak. I am only a child. And I felt so sad on Friday when I did the teaching of the book of Enoch because I get tongue-tied and there's some words that I struggled to pronounce and I got so discouraged and God said to me, God reminded me of Moses and, and I, I felt so, so heartbroken and only now for God to be delivering the same word unto me pertaining to Jeremiah, the prophet. Kishanda Moses was a leader and a teacher. Jeremiah was a prophet. So Moses, the teacher, and the leader could barely speak, had a stuttering problem, had a speech impediment. And guess what? He guess what? He was still used by Miki Shonda. And guess what? Jeremiah, the prophet just like I'm using you. I am using you to lead and teach like Moses and I'm using you as a prophet to the nation, as Jeremiah. And what God is saying, God is saying, I am going to touch your mouth and I'm going to put my word in your mouth. And what God is saying is, see the problem what you got the problem you got, Keshonda, is you still depending on your own might. You're still depending on the might of the school system. You're still depending on the might of the dictionary. You're still depending on the might of of the might of the encyclopedia. You're still depending on the might of Google. You're still depending on it. And God is saying, but my ways are higher than man's way. God is saying, stop depending on them. Stop depending on books. God said, "Lean not to your own understanding, but in all thy ways, acknowledge me and I shall direct your path. You know what, God? You better teach this thing, God. Teach it because I need it. And, And God said, you Still depending on your own understanding And your own might and God is saying You're depending on a system that will fail you You're depending on the internet You're depending on Google when Google Can fail you. You are depending On the encyclopedia when it Can lose pages in it. You're depending On the dictionary When they can miss words and God Is saying I need you to lean and depend only On me which mean if it's my word Only I can tell you what they mean. If it's my Word only I can give you the knowledge And understanding and wisdom and and everything you need to teach my holy word glory be to god but the Lord said to me, do not say, I am only a child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. And this is where the enemy got me. And this is this is going to minister to you as well as me. And it's funny because when it comes to prophesying and ministering and preaching the unadulterated truth, I have no problems because I speak according to the Holy Spirit. But when I open up the book and I begin to read, uh, everything it's like I put the Holy Spirit on a back burner. It's like I try to remember what they told me in school and what they taught me in school and what this means and God is saying my ways are higher. My ways are higher and God is saying unto me God is saying but I have put my word in you. You go tell them what I say and one thing God is saying unto me God is saying even those who are scholars that went to school for this stuff still don't understand what it means. You may not know how to pronounce the word but at least you know what it means. Come on Holy Spirit. Come on God. Say this God. Say it. Holy Spirit. Come on God. God is saying, there are people that went to school for this and still don't have no understanding. God said, you can barely pronounce some of the words. And one thing God said, it's intentional. Come on, Holy Spirit. God said, it's intentional. It's intentional that you can't pronounce the word. God said, because I don't want your flesh elevated. I don't want you to feel proud behind what you say out of your mouth. I want you to know everything comes from me. All good and perfect things come from me, including wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Come on. God, Holy Spirit, you know what? Oh, glory be to God. Come on, God. Oh, glory be to God. Glory be to God. Do not be afraid of them. For I am with you and will rescue you, declares the Lord. Don't be afraid of men in their faces. I wish that Paul would have remembered this. Paul, don't be afraid of men in their faces. Keyshawn, don't be afraid of men in their faces. Don't be concerned about those who don't think you're qualified. Don't be concerned about those that don't receive you. Don't be concerned about those things. Don't be concerned about those who don't like the way you do things. Maybe because of you're black, you're white, or whatever. God said, don't be concerned of men of their faces. And the reason God is saying, don't be concerned for men of their faces, because some of the faces that you're concerned about, you will never see again. Some of the faces you are concerned about in the day of judgment, you shall not see. So why worry about faces that you may never encounter again? Why be concerned about faces that in hell shall lift up their eyes? Glory be to God. Then the Lord reached out his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, now I have put my words in your mouth. See, today I appoint you over nations and kingdoms to uproot and tear down, to destroy and overthrow, to build and to plant. Keyshawner, you may not be qualified to some people. You may not even have what they want you to have. But God is saying, I have called you to be a prophet to the nations. I have called you to build and to tear down and uproot. I called you to destroy the lies in the camps of the enemy. So it don't matter whether or not people receive you or not. Don't look at their faces. Look up and keep your eyes on me. Stop looking at their faces because their faces will cause you to fall. Their faces will cause you to compromise the gospel. Stop looking at their faces and look up. Look to the hills from which cometh all of your help. Your health only comes from the Lord. The Lord that made heaven and earth. So, Kishonda, you asking me to touch you again. Delight yourself in me and I will give unto you the desires of your heart. If you seek me, I'll touch you again. I'll touch your mouth. I'll rebuild your faith. But Kishonda, before I can do any of that, I want you to listen to these words that I am saying unto you again. Don't be afraid of men and their faces. And if you don't look at men's faces and you don't pay attention to it, not only will I touch you again, I will rebirth you. I will build you. And I'll give you not just the double anointing, I'll give you the triple anointing. The anointing where the devil won't even be able to stand in your presence. The anointing when you walk into a building, demons leave out because just your mere presence makes them uncomfortable. See, Jesus had more than a triple anointing. Jesus' anointing was greater than Moses, Elijah, Elijah, Samuel, Jeremiah, and it was and Ezekiel. was It was more powerful than all of theirs put together. And God is saying, I won't give you his anointing. Even though Christ said, the miracles you see me perform today, you can too. God said, but I'll give you a triple anointing. But God is saying, in order for me to give you that triple anointing, I need to put you back in the womb. I need to rebirth you. I need to remold you. I need to reshape you. I need to touch you again. So look up towards heaven and say, Lord, touch me again. Most heavenly and gracious God, I come before you in your prayer, thanking you for this word, a rhema word, a blessed word, an anointed word, a word that can only come from you. I send you, God, to touch me, Lord, in a way only you can touch me. Father, God, rebuke and bind and snatch out my flesh. Because, God, I don't want anything that does not glorify your name. I don't want anything that says, Keisha the Father God, Except the little girl you said I need to be. Father God, I just ask you to let this word minister to someone. Let this word bless someone. Let this word nourish their spirits, Father God, and make their hearts rejoice. God, we thank you so much for this rainbow word, a word that ministered to me and that I really needed. Lord, I love you so much and I should have touched touch me again. Touch my mouth, touch my heart, touch me again. I lift this prayer up to you, Father God, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Be blessed.